You're listening to BAU, Business as Unusual, the podcast that is shifting the way we think, interact and transact. Evening, Joe. Good evening, Pat. It's so nice to have you back at Shane Kankers here. Yeah, no, it's great to be back. Yeah, so welcome back and here we are. We've had a big, busy week. For sure. Yeah, nice to have you off the screen. Make sure you're not (laughs) just another AI speaking to you. It's true, it's true. It felt a bit like that, kind of planes, trains, automobiles, everything else, getting getting back here. But it's nice to be, um, yeah, on the right side of the world. Um, Season's back to normal, at least as I I know them. The chirpies are finished. Yeah, the chirpies (laughs) are finished. Yeah, (laughs) very surreal experience, like being somewhere where it's we're going into like our winter and they're coming into their spring and you it's visceral how different the feeling is everything's falling off trees here everything's sprouting over there so it's kind of it was kind of a cool and the energy kind of, of the people is very different yeah well. like we're all bunkering down every, you yeah. know everyone's talking about firewood and like oh god it's getting a bit cold early this year and kind of you know everyone's just going oh it's getting dark you know all of those types of things that are the classic kind of tells that um winter's on its way whereas there everyone's like oh look how light it is it's seven thirty still and there's light and i'm like yeah, yeah yeah that's not what i'm going back to the tone as well the everyone feels a bit more bit up and about yeah picnics are on the horizon yeah yeah people are getting around it so have you acclimatized at the stark reality that is melbourne yeah 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 well the peninsula uh, really welcome welcome back welcome back to to wind and rain yeah um, yeah i got rained all over this morning trying to take the dog for a walk that was nice i got pitted this morning did you yeah where not telling oh (laughs) that's no fair sick that's no fair but the sunrise was awesome and it was it was also like that pinky gray you know when it's gray i saw that i saw that sunrise and then it rained yeah it rained it rained big time yeah yeah so you got pitted in that sunlight yeah that's no fair why wasn't i there yeah it's a special spot i can't (laughs) tell you here we go here we go there's already secrets i've been away for three weeks and it's moved on that's it yeah Yeah. that's the type of guy i am yeah all right yeah all right so yeah. the contrasting yeah. morning yeah no it was literally like i've had the very similar start to my dad i was like oh that's lovely what a beautiful sunrise and then <laughs> yeah but it was a north it was a north wind it was yeah it was so we're small on. swell yeah, yeah we're on i, I think, might you, I think you piece it together. might have an idea of where you went yeah what, where was the tide yeah was it low tide this morning yeah, by it any was, chance it was dropping no dropping yeah, tide yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah good the friend. spot that should never be named yeah and our good friend mykonos was out which is rare <laughs> oh he would have loved it he did yeah, yeah. so yeah. I'm did he get pitted too invade it yeah, he, God, he wants to try yeah. and paint the pit. He's like, mate, every time I'm there, I just want a GoPro because I can't remember it, but then I see it. Uh, and then and I know then it. I know it. So, yeah. It was, yeah it was, and I'm like, mate, Big don't, pits or don't, little pits? Little don't mini ruin pits. it. Uh, yeah, mini. Always mini, mini miniatures. Mini. Yeah, yeah still a cover up though. Cover up's a cover up. You can get quite deep, but yeah. it was it was unique surf. So I'm a bit up and about, hurt my yeah. foot. Yeah, um, yeah. But now we're talking. AI pits and what's yes, going on in yeah. this mad swell. It feels like we're in an absolute yeah. hurricane of news and AI and just like yeah. an absolute bombardment of the mm. word. Yep. But pulling it all back, we've been, mm. it's been surfacing for the last, uh, what is it, nearly 40 years now? Yeah. Like AI's been around for The rise ages. of the machine. Right? Yeah. Asimov. But now everyone's having a say. It's like, yeah. it's like, Humanity is bizarre that when something like this gets so much froth, yep. you then have to have a position on it that says something about you. you do. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. But at the same time, it's all relevant. But today we wanted to center the convo around mm. policy, whether it can mm. catch up yep. to curb its enthusiasm <laughs> yeah. and just, you know, lessen some of the sharp barbs that will come off of this as people Definitely. look to weaponize it. Yep. Yep. Um, so can policy catch up? I mean, I think they're going to have to pedal pretty quick and kind of, and I think so much of the the challenge with policy is that what are you writing policy for? Yeah. So, you know, what are you actually trying to capture? What are you trying to stop? What are the rules? What, what laws is it breaking? What social what norms is it breaking? What are the rails? Like, yeah. There's, but it's almost the more rails you put in place, maybe the worse it gets. Like mm. that's often the argument you get back from kind of like breakthrough technology. Technologists yeah. will always tell you that it's the laws of unintended consequences of, of regulation. So, you know, kind of like the, you know, you see this in every facet of life. It's kind of, you know, you bake in a system that is about kind of, you know, like even simple things like road rules around the world are completely different because two different kind of sets of colonizers mm. put in place different road rules that then got adopted, right? And it was often about whether which side of you carried your sword, right? It was actually kind of their legacy what, decision. The legacy decision. And I think for policymakers, they're often concerned about that. Like kind of like, what's the law of unintended consequences? But yet we've got something that, you know, feels somewhere between transformation and somewhere and a gimmick, you know, in terms of kind of what is currently being used for, but the long-term use case is clearly profound in terms of what it can actually do from a, from a search, from an all knowing kind of perspective. But yet I wouldn't know like what, how do you regulate what people are going to do with this stuff? Right. Cause I mean, I'm already, I mean, I see 50 things a day where I'm just like, wow that's cool right that's cool that's cool but it all adds up to a lot of stuff that as a regulator i couldn't even imagine where you begin yeah so like short answer is they can't to a degree in some ways yeah Yeah. and like then how do you how do you protect people who maybe at most risk is probably the biggest question i think so to this and then how do you define that at a global stage is it's tricky and that's a really great point is that it's kind of it becomes about harm minimization for those who actually can't protect themselves in in some ways and that's where definitely i think you know the the way policymakers think about the world is lacking because they don't they don't take that view often, which is they, they get there eventually, but it tends to be like smoking is a great example of that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with smoking. There's all the kind of legislation, everything comes that comes out with it. But, you know, they clearly people who got addicted to cigarettes, they got addicted because they were marketed to and they weren't actually protected. There was no way to slow that down. And I think that's, you know, it's probably a good metaphor for things like AI, where it's like people who are going to get addicted to this, sucked into this and disproportionately affected by it. There's no thinking. There's absolutely no thinking. Hmm. Yeah, and it's true. But it's also the people that maybe gets pushed towards that weaponized element. Like, how do you protect? Like, there's stories coming out. Hmm. Defame, you just told me that Italy said no AI. But, like, we were just off air saying, well, what the hell does that actually mean? (laughs) It's like, no pasta for you. You can't can't come in, you damn AI. And that's maybe why we we, uh, sort of contextualize the conversation where people have to have a stance. But But what do they even mean by that? Exactly. What What is that? It's a very... Is it no language learning model? or is it actually that no is it you no can't. like microsoft github like <laughs> that uses ai your, your car can't have like yeah. you know kind of um, lane departure right so it's a it's <laughs> a reactionary thing and it this is. is maybe the worst case where policy can go is mm. reactionary to try and win votes for a particular government correct um yeah it's a, it's a minefield and i'm not gonna try and sit here and pretend i'm a policymaker because i'm not no but it's like wow 
it's it's a busy time for you know yeah well you would think that off like it's kind of like the uses and that also where this is all going to go right in terms of that you know you i mean one of the most profound things is that they they're using it already to kind of model like climate impacts yeah you know using these kind of what they call digital twins right yeah. and a digital twin world allows you to kind of actually extrapolate out something that you know kind of you would think you know you might be able to think your way through but now you can actually model it so you can take antarctica today and actually go okay yeah. show me what happens if we actually do keep pumping this amount of co2 into the world does it actually melt right yeah. in this model and you can change all the vectors all the parameters and there you go i think okay. what's the, the took away while you were away and we've been away from the potty mm-hmm. was like I feel like AI in a weird way is priming us for the powers of what quantum, quantum computing is going to be able to unleash yeah. on humanity, which is like yeah. like AI or how we conceive of AI publicly right now is hmm. is minute in terms of what yeah. quantum computing, if it's unleashed to the masses, what's just happened to AI Correct. in terms of access yeah. is going to be yeah. outrageous. All yeah. of a sudden, you can turn a square into a circle. Yep. Like that is phenomenal. Yep. That metaphor's out the window now. In no, all, but it's, all it's corporate so, specs. But it's, yeah, it's true, which is a great thing. Like if it does yeah. one, if it gets rid of one thing, let's hopefully it gets rid of fucking all of that stuff. But if it's, but you're so right, is that it's, it's kind of, it's an application that is lacking the true ability to actually realize itself, right? Because it's even with like these digital twins, the, the capability they always, and we've talked on this before, is actually, it's the computational power yeah. to be able to drive it. But something that is broadly aware enough and can, it's really just a, like the language learning models we're seeing is that it learns the connections that even we don't necessarily see. That's quantum so, computing, yeah. yeah. Correct. And like yeah. in a quantum world, so yeah. if it layers on to say what you were saying with melting ice, I yeah. think, yeah, sure, we could get a picture with where we're at now. Yeah. But if you overlaid that with the capabilities of quantum, see it. Yeah. but then you could even play out possible scenarios and a better way to heal it, better way to fix it, better exactly. way to do And that's the and that's the upside of all of this. But that's that's exactly what I mean is that this is a really when you dig into a lot of what kind of like language learning models or LLMs are actually incredibly good at is they see patterns that we don't right and they connect a dot that a database doesn't connect so a database historically like when they tried indexing like you would index the world's information via a library doesn't work Mm. whereas with this they've been able to actually teach it and even the chips that process it this is kind of building onto your point like they're using gaming chips Mm. because gaming chips actually have to predict where something is going so they take 10 percent of an image and they broadly go okay well that's probably what he's going to do and they do a million scenarios yeah and they're already already run exactly right so there's no lag right so the lag in a game doesn't exist anymore because of the way they parallel process yeah whereas what you're talking about is exactly so it's taking that idea that it would be able to see patterns we can't yeah but then actually be able to in real time actually be able to play out eight different scenarios that come from that and that i mean that is that's yeah. phenomenal. Like, it's it just blew me head. Oh I'm like, God. you can't even think about this, it. What we're talking about now is like child's play to what that is going to do. Yeah. It's like, for sure. It's, but it's, but as happen. I said, it's a prime. It's it feels like it's, yeah. it's a natural progression to where we are now yeah. to start to develop tools, scenarios, yeah. policy. For sure. That will yeah. be able to better inform us when mm. it gets a little bit more into the hands of everyday Joe. I mean, but I always look at it through like, 
exactly what what my own lived experience so like i mean i was i'm old enough to have lived through like the birth of the internet and i i remember that like i remember it as as clear as day where it went from being something that we used to sit in a computer lab right this is hilarious for those of you who are under the age that i am you know like used to sit in a computer lab had to write code we had to write code so we had to write code to be able to run a finance program in like c plus plus we used to do a lot in ms dos a digital calculator yeah a little bit more more advanced and you had to put it on a disc and then you had to a lot of work hand it in yeah right and that was your computer science um kind of assignment and often then you had to do a finance and an accounting one that way too and it was like it was full on like it was because no one knew what they were doing yeah (laughs) and you were just like oh my god you i I mean i spent half my life in a bloody computer lab trying to figure out how the hell to do this um but you know it's failed sometimes (laughs) did did well the other times met a couple girls which was nice um but that's that was the birth of all of this and then you kind of see like you know html came along and it was like oh wow you can get like the newspaper through this weird sound like all that kind of things going up to it but that's exactly the analogy is that to quant ai is html to dial up and yeah. so as soon as really you look at it now you have 5g where you go place it and it's instantaneous you can play video you play all these types of things because it's so now resolved if you think about ai plus something else that really liberates it because the issue is speed of processing mm. at the moment like i'm paying for the for sure yeah the premium chat gpt plus thing which yeah it's noticeably different yeah you know in terms of the processing speed that it gets back to you at but i can only you know you can this is just the beginning of something because i think the big thing i've really kind of taken out of the last three or four weeks is that there's actually no business model just like there was no business model in html there's no business model in ai in in large language models there's a huge business model in quantum computing so whoever cracks speed and utility is going to win yeah yeah, it's and the same it, thing all the, over again. The yeah. race is the so race is on, on. but yeah. like it, it's yeah. in terms of what AI is given it, is that the proof is there that the appetite is like so ready. Oh, it's. I mean, we're all primed for it. I think. Like, I mean, I think it's. You know, like I think we had this chat while I was in the UK. It's like I look at it like from a regulation perspective. It's much more going to affect like things like employment law, kind of like how like will there be mandatory things where you have to bring people on? Because I was just like, this is the best colleague I've ever had. Right, like not in a subvert, like in a subservient sense, but it's actually it thinks at the same speed I do. Yeah, and I was like, this is great. But does it output stuff yeah. quicker than you? It does. Yeah, yeah, but that's the that's the win. Like that, it's, yeah, I know. I look at it as like it, the tyranny of being like. I mean, you we broadly do similar things. The tyranny of being a knowledge worker at some yeah. level is that you already have the answer, right? You had the answer right there, like, and but then you're gonna have to spend twenty hours building yeah. the bloody supporting yeah. document to that answer. Whereas with this, it's like, oh, can you do that? And it goes, yeah, it's sure. Phenomenal. Can you do that? Yeah, cool. And it just keeps and bang, doing it. And then like, it gets you to that iteration point where you bring on stakeholders and you can start moving it forward. Exactly. It's yeah. phenomenal. And it will definitely bring up good questions around knowledge work, IP, like what is IP, IP what, is what it can to you train use, someone? what is culture. This is where yeah. NFTs will really be strong because it's like For you sure. just – like your knowledge will become an NFT. You can actually yep. get cash. You should be able to get cash yep. for that. For putting it into putting it into yep. a marketplace that an AI, um, AI yep. model can use. Like it's just yeah, I agree. The text there. 
It it's is. just pulling it together. Yeah, and who's and then, gonna do that? And people are trying for yeah. sure. And yeah. and people will. And there'll be iterations on that. There'll be races for that. Yep. It's froth. But yeah. it's interesting the tech that sits there and then what quantum computing is gonna offer. But then like drawing it back to our conversation last time we spoke on mm. the mic was where does that leave like the future of work when we hit here? Like yeah. is everyone coming back to the urban? Is is it good for now where are we sitting? Like it sort of feels like well, little that, hubs yeah. is i yeah. don't know that's my yeah. read is yeah. Oh, yeah hubs yeah i don't know small mm. areas are going to be yeah uh valuable places yeah and i mean i think that you know obviously kind of like you i think we have to take that kind of further and that like the next kind of chat that we have but it's i would say so how it's affecting work already is that i believe you know we kind of we hit peak i don't know like programmer Mm. right i think that's the big thing kind of coming out of like what we're all about to go through which is that you know like it's clearly the economy everywhere in the world is not going as well as it used to but really the kind of the retraction and the retrenchment is in these large companies that used to hover up talent right so but there is nothing like a good whatever you want to call it step back recession slow down and a bunch of smart people with a little enough money to kind of feed themselves with something to work against and that's where what we I are think today. where we are right so if you like and you look at the spot fires as you're yeah. painting that as we come off the back of that yeah. combo yeah. the tech that's been there that no one had the answers for like it's yeah. phenomenal it's spot. now there right so yeah. it's just like you know like if you can code like this is the hilarious conversation i have with people at the moment where i'm like yeah it's great that you can code and program and you kind of know what this is actually going this thing can do it anyway but if you can code you can then take this and do something profound with it but anyone can that's the crazy no i know i know i know but like knowing how to write source code is different than knowing how to write prompts and but the advantage of being a programmer and an engineer is diminishing different engine yeah for sure and that's the change it's diminishing yeah yeah so yeah we didn't really answer that whether that is the future work but yeah you're right the future work is more enterprise starting up and new wave of enterprise there's stuff coming yes yeah. yeah it's the building phase yeah. yeah and like i think that that's why i say like it's a like i hope we do something slightly different this time in terms of the last time really the world's best talent got sucked into building cat memes um and selling advertising behind it whereas i hope this time the world's best talent gets brought into using kind of ai to solve some of our biggest problems around how do we re-engineer transport through to kind of housing distributing energy resource exactly like but they're the unlocks they're the big things yeah there is conversation there there is work being done it gives me excitement and on the back end of some obviously very challenging Mm. things um that come with this yes privilege comes weight and obviously there can be yeah real dangers with it but we need to unlock some pretty main challenges yeah well maybe that's we what we'll do in the next episode like what are the big what would be the three unlocks that you would hope that will come out of this alright let's do it three big unlocks let's unpack it done alright All right. cool well, cheers bye thanks Joey bye thank you for listening to BAU Business As Unusual subscribe and learn more at BAUpod.co that's BAUpod.co